0: Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. In today's episode, we will unpack how you can start your coaching business in less than just five hours a week. Yes, that's right. You can start your coaching business in under five hours a week. And in this episode, I will share my experience on how I actually launched my coaching business in just working less than five hours a week, regardless of how busy I was during the time in which I launched my business. My hope is that by the end of this episode, you open your mind to the limitless possibilities you have in that you feel capable of bringing your vision to life. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first-generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi-six-figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked-out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. I want to start off today's episode by speaking about the invisible workload of eldest daughter of immigrants and our reality of wearing multiple hats, being pulled in so many different directions, translating documents, booking and attending doctor's appointments, filing taxes, Right? reading statements of purpose for college, for our siblings and family members, and holding space and emotional support for our loved ones, in many cases, our moms, our tias, and our abuelitas. And I speak to this specifically because, you know, as eldest daughter of immigrants, there are many, many responsibilities that are given to us for being the eldest daughter of immigrants. In many cases, we are the oldest in our generation, and our family and our loved ones look to us for support, and whether that may be emotional support or helping them with a certain task. And this is time that we are spending supporting our families that a lot of the times we don't even identify as a specific role. Many times we are busy with our different rules that we have and we navigate every single day, whether that is being mothers, daughters, sisters, partners, students, you name it. And I wanted to make sure that I shined light on this right off the bat because it is a very real reality for many eldest daughter of immigrants and many women of color in general. And this really brings me to the topic of time and how time is viewed in our culture as Latinas, and how we view time ourselves, and the relationship that we have created with time, what we make it mean about us, how we use our time, you name it. Time, time, time. And I speak about time because it is often one of the things and barriers that will stop you from starting your coaching business and from starting any project that you want to work on, any goal that you're working towards. It's always, usually for the most part, it is incredibly common that we use time as a cop-out in our culture. But here's what I want you to know. Using time as a cop-out is a trauma response keeping you from taking courageous action And it's something that's keeping you from launching your coaching business. Using time as a cop-out is making you avoid doing things that stretch you. It's a trauma response, getting in the way of you, getting to your next level. I know because I was once in your shoes too. It took me five years to get started as a coach because I continue to use time as a cop-out. You see, I've always had an insanely busy schedule working multiple jobs, overloading in coursework, full-time work, grad school, being a daughter, a sister, a partner, a friend, you name it. As an eldest daughter of immigrants, I used the idea of not having enough time as a coping mechanism to keep me from starting and taking action on goals that stretch me and goals I always dreamed about. You see, when I was an undergrad student, I postponed starting my coaching business Because of the idea that I was too busy being in multiple classes, overloading in coursework, that I convinced myself of this idea that I couldn't start being a coach because I needed to finish my undergrad degree. I then graduated my undergrad degree and I applied for my first full-time job. And when I applied for my first full-time job, I was outside of school. I said, you know, I can't start my coaching business because I'm working full time and I can't, I just can't, I don't have the time. I'm adjusting to a new role. My brain convinced me that I could not start my coaching business. So I didn't. Then towards me already being more settled into my full time job, I got the idea of starting my coaching business and I convinced myself not to start the coaching business because I told myself that I needed to buy a new car because my carrito was like, Every stop every sign, and your girl just couldn't keep showing up to long travel events for work because of her carrito situation. So I convinced myself that the biggest priority was saving money to buy a new car. So I couldn't invest in working with a coach because I needed to buy a new car. And I also didn't have the time to do that because I had the priority of looking and searching for a car. And when I finally bought the car, I then started having a little bit more space. You know, I was proud of myself. I bought the car and then I told myself, maybe I should, you know, start saving more money because I just bought this big car that like was 20K dollars and I took out a loan and X, Y, and Z, you name it. And I convinced myself once again, not to start my coaching business. And then I postponed it again because I convinced myself that I was going to apply to grad school once I had already saved the money I wanted to save in my savings. I share this with you because as you see, there was always a reason for why my brain would talk me out of starting my coaching business. And it wasn't until if you've been following me for some time now and you've listened to the podcast, you know that i didn't start my coaching business until I actually was already in the middle of my grad program, like halfway through, and the pandemic happened. It wasn't until I literally was burnt out in the darkest place of my life and had very little options and felt super unfulfilled, even though I knew deep inside me that I was meant for more, that was when I finally realized that I was using time as a cop-out. And that was so liberating because it allowed me to give myself permission to test, learn, and take action to actually get out of my own way and start and launch the coaching business. It allowed me to be decisive, to trust myself, to believe in myself and what I was capable of. The journey was not linear, but it was so worth it. So just to give you a little context, at the time I was working full time, I was in grad school. This was a uh, one of the top grad programs for therapy work in the nation. And it was super, super rigorous. I was going to school and working full-time. I was working full-time Monday through Friday. And I was in school in the evenings from Monday to Thursday. So I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off of school or active classes. And this is what my schedule looked like just to give you context. I would wake up Monday through Thursdays From 5 a.m. to 6 30 a.m. to go work out. I had a 30 minute commute from the gym to work. I started my workday from 7 to 3 30. Right after my workday was over, I commuted to class for another 30 minutes. After that, I was in class from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. And by the time that I got home with my commute and really just settling down for bed, It was about 10 to 10.30 p.m., so then I used this time to prep for the next day. As you can tell, I had literally no time, according to my brain, to start a coaching business. My brain was literally looking for all of the reasons to convince me to not invest in my first business coaches. So before I hired my first business coaches, I was so afraid of making the commitment to enroll in the group because of how heavy my workload was already. But after getting really, really honest with myself and overthinking my decision of starting my business, I realized that if I wanted to become nine to five optional, I needed to make the investment and that I needed to learn how to manage my time better. So with my fears and all, I decided to become an expert at time management. At this point, you might be eager to know, okay, Liz, how was it that you actually launched your coaching business by working under five hours a week? Let me break my schedule down for you. So Saturday mornings, I dedicated two hours to either getting coached when I was a newbie and I had just started and I had no idea what coaching was and I was barely learning that I could be a coach. This is the time that I used for getting coached. And that was two hours on Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. That was it. That is the only time I dedicated to getting coached at the beginning when I first started. And it's important to note that... These two hours were only once a month for four months because that was what my container looked like. That's what my program that I was a part of looked like and how it was designed. So it was two hours on Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 a.m. And on Sunday, I had one hour dedicated to creating content for the week. So I would actually batch create all of my content for the week, which was once a week. First, I started creating three times a week. So it was three posts for a week. And then I started creating five. I worked my way up to five posts a week. So what I would do is I would batch create my content. And the way that I would do this was I would identify one topic that I love talking about. And at the beginning, it was ironically time blocking that I really like talking about. And I would create five different subheadings for how I could talk about time blocking in different ways. So I would create five posts for the week talking about time blocking. So for example, how to time block, three effective tips or three effective benefits from time blocking, you name it. So I used this one hour to create content for the week and I only gave myself an hour so that I would stop overthinking my content and so that I would actually get it done. The other hour that I spent was actually on Friday. So prior to Saturday and Sunday, I would spend one hour where I just blocked it off in my calendar for sales calls. And This one hour was for three 20-minute sales calls, consultation calls, discovery calls. You can choose what you want to call the calls, (laughs) but this was my framework. This was my strategy. And after I finished my group program, I used those two hours Saturday mornings for coaching clients. And that was what my schedule looked like. It really gets to be this simple. Yours doesn't have to look exactly like mine but I share it with you so that you can see what is possible when we get clear and we have a plan to follow. My clients' schedules look very different depending on their unique circumstances, but this is exactly why time blocking is one of the first things I teach my clients inside of Align Coaching, my signature group program. And if this is something that is stopping you from getting started, if time is at the top of your mind, I want you to know my clients and I are not that different from you. Inside of Align Coaching, we have working mothers, we have PhD candidates, we have full-time grad students, new moms, part-time coaches, full-time employees, all starting businesses and booking their first four-figure clients. Which is why our group calls are in the evenings to accommodate to your busy schedule, and we have so many other tools to support your success in starting your entrepreneurship journey in just less than five hours a week. So to bring this episode to a close, I want to remind you that you are capable of starting your business, even if you work full time and have a busy schedule. If you know that you want to become nine to five optional and you want to launch your coaching business, I don't want time to be the thing that stops you from getting started. I invite you to the wait list for my group program, Align Coaching, pre-enrollment opens to the waitlist on October 24th through the 30th of October. That is a Monday through Sunday. And when you enroll in the waitlist, you actually get access to have a one on one intensive with me. Doors open to the public October 31st and they close November 11th. If you enroll from the waitlist, you will get access to that bonus. So make sure to get on the waitlist. You can head over to the show notes to join the waitlist. I can't wait to be your coach. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in the next episode. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Liz. That is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí and I'll see you in the next episode.